You're good? Yeah. Uh, welcome to the Craft Heads Podcast, everyone. This is episode 154 of the podcast where my best friend Alex and I talk about nothing, but also everything, and every episode is something a little bit different for you fine folks out there. Um, yeah, it's probably going to be my last episode of the year, uh, episode 154. Alex might have another one for you, peeps, I'm not sure. I don't know if you guys got to listen to the movie rundown, but that kind of summarized the uh, the films that we've watched in 2022. Um, I kind of want to jump right off the bat and say I finally got Alex to watch Avatar, the first one, because uh, Way of Water Avatar 2 uh, just came out, and I saw that, but uh, wanted to rewatch one, and Alex had never seen it, so we got him to watch it. And what were your thoughts on it? I like how we're all hunching because we're like at my standing desk. This is great. Um, Avatar was very good. Uh, this will be in a future rundown, of course. But I would say as a movie in a vacuum, it's a watch. But it's a, mm. it's a must. Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, I just yeah, tasted the I'll, drink I'll, without even yeah, thinking. Yeah, yeah, I'll introduce it. <laughs> okay. But it's a as a piece of culture, it is a must watch. And here's the other thing. The CGI... It looks better than 99% of movies with CGI today, and it's, what is it, like 13 years old or some shit? It's, that was insane. 2009, yeah, 13, yeah. yep. So, we'll, I'll talk more about it. I mean, most people listening have heard it, uh, or obviously seen the movie, but at some point we'll also um, do the the way, of, the way of Water. Yeah. Yeah. Can I, I, I kind of want to say one thing now, can I do so? Of course, just no spoilers. No spoilers. Yeah. Of course, of course, of course. Um... I thought it was a perfect movie. I just I'm and I'm very very excited. Even though it was three hours and fifteen minutes long, prepare yourselves, people. Holy yes. shit! Um, they really should put an intermission like about halfway through, so people can yeah, get like pissed. Gone with the Wind style. Yeah, something yeah. something you know. But um, I, I missed like five minutes because I had to pee and I held it the rest of the way. But I have a grievance with the movie. It's there's one thing. This is perfect for the topic. <laughs> oh. Because it's okay. Yes, this, this is the airing of grievances. It's a it's a festivist uh, tradition. So Tommy's going to lead us off, and it's a grievance about Avatar too. Um, Thank you, Tommy. I I mentioned this a million times to Claire. She couldn't see it because her eyes aren't trained for it. But the movie is constantly switching back and forth between forty eight frames per second and twenty four frames per second. Really? Constantly. That sounds. Jarring. It was. It was. It breaks the immersion, which really bugged me. And I immediately, like, I was like, everybody has to be talking about this. It's it's so bluntly obvious and annoying. Nobody was really complaining about it on the internet yet, and I'm really interested to see if our listeners will. We're, we're going to get you out ahead of this. Yes. of this conversation. That's yeah. a grievance of mine. People who were like, I don't see a difference. I'm like. What? Yeah. Especially with video games or like, you know, 30 and 60 even, which is a very low level comparison. Well, this Crazy. is, this is, ex- you, whenever you and I see the difference between 30 and 60, we're like, oh my God, that's it's huge. like vomit. That's kind of what it was the whole time during oh, this man. movie. And it almost made me sick. But like, so I did look it up and I found out that the reason for it is because that, that movie might be meant to watch and to be watched in 3D mm-hmm. and the 48 frames per second. Uh, scenes are apparently supposed to be ultra immersive and like as close to real life as possible, which by the way, it's maybe the best graphical thing mm-hmm. I've ever seen in my life. The movie. Cool. So 
Get excited. Go watch the movie. Let me know what you think. Yeah, looking forward to seeing that. And you said it was supposed to be in 3D, but you didn't see it in 3D. No. Nobody, that like came and went. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if it's coming back, but the whole like real, real D three D thing that peaked when we were in like college. I feel like, and I don't even know where to see three D movies anymore, if at all. But and what about like three D t like TVs? Do you remember when that was yes, also a I, thing? I've literally forgotten. And, yeah, and three D yeah. Nintendo With DS, and they were like fucking up kids' eyeballs and whatnot. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, hilarious. What a what a thing that has come and gone at many times in our lives, but. Um, another thing I wanted to mention, Tommy, you introduced us well, and I realized that every once in a while, I thought it was just you, but even I have screwed up. We are officially the podcast about nothing, but also everything. <laughs> and I noticed I have done everything, but also nothing uh, by accident, which well, regardless, it's the same either way, kind of. <laughs> it really is. But it's it's a funny segue because of Festivus and the, the obvious Seinfeld reference, uh, or maybe not so obvious if you haven't seen it. But Seinfeld is the show about nothing. We are largely a podcast about nothing, but also everything. So anyways, the other thing that Tommy didn't mention, uh, and I sometimes forget to as well in the very beginning, is... We, I need to get better at that. Sorry. I, I mean, you know, I'm sure our usual listeners get sick of it, and I'm sorry, but we always have a drink of some kind. That's the common thread on every episode, save for like three or four where yeah. we didn't drink. But I brought something really cool for Tommy that you've already heard him say how much he liked. And th- we got this at Whole Foods. Uh, this is called the original Unity Vibration Hard Kombucha. Now, I've had hard kombucha before, but this particular one is like mind blowing. It's and it's super crafty. It doesn't have a bunch of bullshit in it. Um to my knowledge, none of the none of the good old natural flavors just looking at it. The craziest thing. So this is bourbon peach. Tommy, take another sip again. I have I have thoughts about it. Cheers by the way. Cheers. Cheers man. to Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas and thank you for coming over for this end of year airing of grievances. What would did you see the ABV? Be honest. Uh no. What would you guess it is? Well, kombuchas isn't it normally like one percent. It's usually point uh, five or less because okay. they can technically say it's non-alcoholic. Okay, yeah. Well, well, I would guess one percent. Okay, or or you know maybe three for a hard kombucha. It's is that like what it is? It's a hard eight. Con- oh, <laughs> this is eight. Oh, let's get fucked up, isn't it? I think it's one of the most dangerous alcohols I've ever tried. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I think like the the normal range for a hard kombucha is. I'll say in between three and six percent, or maybe maybe even less. But this thing is insane. I actually, it, it's really funny that it's so alcoholic because my very first thought, and I didn't even see it was hard kombucha actually until you just said that. I thought we were drinking like a like a seltzer mead. Uh, that's a great description. It tastes like seltzer cider, or it's, it tastes like cidery to me too. Yeah, you said si- like a cider mead ish yeah. combo. A hundred percent. I could not agree more. But it's really cool. Check check out Unity Vibration. They have other flavors. I haven't gotten any other ones yet. Like I said, I know they carry it at Whole Foods, but probably other places too. But I'm really just, I'm so impressed with everything about them. Listen to this. Contains structured filtered water, whatever that is, love it. Uh, kombucha <laughs> culture. And then everything else is organic, 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 organic. The, the sugar, the peaches, the peach juice. It's just, it's a delightful drink and uh, highly recommended. Um, I agree. I like it a lot. And um, uh, us talking about this, I don't know why this made me think of it, but I just thought about something else I want to hear about 
from you. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, that was hard for me to get. Yeah. Out. <laughs> um, how was your experience at Del Bar? Oh, so everybody heard us talking on the episode with Tommy's dad about the Del Bar Experience Middle Eastern restaurant here in Atlanta. And I will say it was as good as I was hoping, but I would say, because you guys did set the bar really, really high. I can't say like it smashed it, but the thing is it delivered despite the high bar. The only reason I would say it was even better of an experience is I couldn't believe how, quote, affordable it was. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, to me, an, a pretty fancy, pretty expensive dinner is $100 a head. Mm-hmm. This is not that much. It's $100 as a couple. It, yeah. Well, it, after tip, it was a, like $125, mm-hmm. I think we paid. Yeah. So I was thrilled. Like I got more than that value out of that meal. So definitely hit up Del Bar. All that, that gushing that we did on that episode, $150, mm-hmm. it's worth it. And there's going to be a location in Alpharetta and Buckhead mm-hmm. for all of you Atlanta folks. Uh, in addition to the one that's in Inman Park already. Which should help to alleviate some of the traffic because I'm going to go into my next unplanned grievance. Here we go! We had an 8.30 reservation. We weren't. We showed up at 8.30. In fact, Tommy and Claire were there a couple minutes before. We were not seated until 9. This, this is just... I couldn't have structured this any better. <laughs> so, uh, weaving in Seinfeld and Curb Your Enthusiasm, there's an episode where Larry's complaining about reservations. I think at his doctor's office. You know, he shows up on time... And they're like, okay, have a seat in the waiting room. And he's like, but I have an appointment and I'm here, you know? So it's, I'm just like, all right, why have reservations? Tommy and I, we're both in favor of just no reservations and show up and you can eat or can't. But, um, that's, those are some low level grievances. Um, Tommy, while I go on more of a, of a tirade, we are going to keep this right to about a half an hour flat. Keep this as a nice, short, digestible one for you guys. I'm going to dive into the one that like really fucked my day up in the past week. Okay. I was um, going to say, was it today? Uh, no, this is, uh, I mean, this goes right in, uh, in line with my general philosophy on politics and government nowadays, but the ad valorem tax. <gasps> um, so I did not do homework. I know Georgia is not the only state that has it, uh, but it is in a minority of states to have it. And Tell basically, people what it is. It's basically um, somehow legalized taxation upon taxation and you pay when you register your car in the state of Georgia, you have to pay an ad valorem tax, which is Latin. It's like to the value or some shit like that. And it is based on the value of the car. So for example, I lived, uh, I originally lived and moved from PA and I leased my car up there and I paid fucking taxes on it. And then I moved down to Georgia. And when I registered it, which I waited as long as I could, in fact, A, from inertia, and B, to try and let the value go down a tiny bit, I had to register it and pay the ad valorem tax based on the value of the car. I can tell you, I didn't make jack shit at my first job, and I was hit with like a $1,400 bill, and it's lump sum. You have to pay it all at once to fucking register your car. I remember the, this was, you know, you must have been 24 or 25, but I remember very specifically, yeah, I guess 23, because you... 22 Maybe. even, I don't know. I, but I, I remember the conversation and you trying to explain to me about the ad valorem tax and like you were trying to figure out ways around it and everything. And I, and I was just like, wow, I never want to live in that state. Yeah, and, then I, I, and then I called and made you move here. <laughs> but anyways, um, so it's, it is just, it is a disgusting, disgusting thing. And, you know, I paid taxes on the car whenever I bought, because Tara and I bought out our lease this summer and I took a little too long 
to here's I mean here's another grievance like everything should be able to be processed a online and b by other parties. I just want to be like, hey, here's money, fucking give me the car. <laughs> but no, like Kia had to send their s- stupid paperwork and the title to, directly to me, and I had to go to a shitty government building, and I had to pay another. $1,800 or some shit, and they charged me an extra $200 for being late, by the way. And I literally said to the lady working there, now I realize she does not make the legislation, but I was like, and people wonder why government is hated so much. And she just didn't say anything. And I'm, She was like, here we go again, another person getting this, pissed. This is my reminder to everybody, they're all your enemy. And that's all I'm going to say. Forget about party, they're all the enemy. So... I'm not going to get any farther down the rabbit hole or um, I'll probably wind up getting black bagged tonight. Um, Tommy, do you have any other grievances to share or should I go into the next one? Well, I got a, I got a quick one. I did. Perfect. Um, this is I, great. I thought about this today, actually, and I looked it up because um, I was doing some budgeting. Uh, saw that, you know, ch- check my 401ks. I, I like to do it like, you know, every month I'll check my 401ks. I know that's more than you should because... It's in there for the long but haul. But this is us we're talking about. But yeah, it's a person that needs to know his net worth 100% <laughs> of the time. every given second. Yeah. Um, so the stock market still shit. Um, I saw year to date, we the S&P 500 is down 20.2% as of this moment that I'm speaking. This is December 20th. Yes, thank you for doing that. I forgot. Yeah. This is, um, that's the seventh worst stock market year on record oh so that would explain my unrealized losses yeah. <laughs> dude in td yeah the co- the default cost basis tab are your realized gains and losses mm-hmm. did you ever click on unrealized not really it's shocking okay i that number was staggering to yeah. me so yeah keep that in mind folks as a reminder this is not technically financial <laughs> advice but we do love talking about this stuff We have a dedicated channel in the Discord if you become a patron. And I just want to remind everybody that this is a thing. I'm not saying that you should do it. You can, if you have securities or stocks that are way down and you feel like they're never going to come back, which is, you know, some may, some may not, you can sell them tax loss harvesting and then you can realize the loss and write it off on your taxes. I'm not saying you should do it. It's just a thing that you can do. I need to sell all my Peloton. You and I were talking about that, right? You know, what's hilarious is, uh, I actually did a maneuver a while ago to like basically hang on to it, but also not have to or get some of the benefit of the loss. And then sell it just buy- kept going down <laughs> and I'm still losing. So yeah. Uh, fuck Peloton. Did you just sell it and buy it right back? Uh, or I don't something? know. I, I don't, I, we shouldn't talk about it, but, um, <laughs> So, wow, you got flustered when I did. Well, no, that would be a wash sale, which okay. is perfectly legal, but you don't get the benefit okay. of the um, of the tax break. So, um, I, to my knowledge, I did not do anything wrong. It, that's I did. I just want to say that. Um, I noticed that you left the word illegal out of that statement or illegal. <laughs> oh, okay. to my knowledge, All right, good. yeah. Going I, on record. I plead the fifth. <laughs> okay, so Chappelle reference there. Uh, do you have fifth. any? Yeah, F I F F. Chocolate brands. Next. <laughs> yeah. What a, what a change. Dude, this is, um, so Tommy knows better than anybody, and most of our friends are knowing, and the CHP community knows, but Tara and I have gone like full-ass granola in the past. It, we've gone, we started like 
inside of a year ago, but we've like gone down the deep end in the past six months, I'll say. And, you know, I'm, I always, I'm willing to pay more money for better quality things and less toxins. So here, here I am thinking I'm doing the right thing with all these crafty granola chocolate brands. I'm not even going to give them the time of day because fuck all of them. But there's like five that I buy from regularly. And then friend of the podcast, Kelly Kurtz's uh, wife now, she sends me a thing from Consumer Reports where they did all these independent studies of lead and cadmium, extremely dangerous, toxic, heavy metals, contaminants in all these dark chocolate brands. Mm. And all five of the ones that I love were way above the the safety levels. And they, yeah. they used California's safety levels, which one thing I like about California is they are very stringent on all that bullshit. They usually have the lowest tolerances for like, this is, this is what we think is acceptable. And they blew them out. Most of them were like two, 300% in some cases. And I just want to say, fuck you to those companies. <laughs> and I found one brand that was not only not in excess, but it was way under the limit. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to buy a bunch of chocolate from them. Is that the one that you gave me? I, I think, no. Um, Cause I haven't bought it yet. I need to go find it. But I, Shit, I think it's called Mast is the uh, the name. But I will reward companies that are not pieces of shit. So that's sort of my my other grievance there. And well, it is what's Mast. the name of the the Mast is M A S T. And I should buy my chocolate from them. Moving yeah, forward. and I'm sure it's going to be expensive, but you know maybe it's worth paying to not eat lead and cadmium. <laughs> so uh, what's th- the brand that you just gave me with the um, it had the coconut chocolate that you- that was on the blacklist? Oh, was it? Yep. What, and what brand was that? Theo. Fuck you, Theo. Okay. Yep. You were you were really getting a lot of that chocolate. I love that shit. Yeah. And here's the funny thing: some of them were high in lead, some of them were high in cadmium, some of them were really high in both. Theo was one of the both categories. Oof. Yeah. So kill me. Um, last one that I have written down is this is a hill I have decided to die on in 2023. Ooh. Wearing shoes in the house. Mm. I don't understand this concept. Okay. It, it is empirically insane to wear shoes outside in the muck and the filth of daily life and then track it into your house. It's completely insane, and I don't understand why people do it. Now, here's the thing. If it's your house, that's fine. That's your rule. But that being said, if you, if you allow that and you say, I don't have to take my shoes off, I'm going to take you up on that. Because that means I'm walking around in your filth mm-hmm. if I don't have my shoes on. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we had, we had a big party this past Saturday, like a dozen people here. And everybody was super respectful of that because I have a sign that literally says, please remove your shoes out by the door. I've had it there. You might not have noticed it, Tommy. And, wow, son of a bitch. I, I literally said I need to put a tapestry that hangs. And I'm <laughs> that like, would be better. <laughs> you cannot walk through this unless you take your shoes off. Yeah. I literally put a sign on the cooler. It was a flow chart. It said... Uh, do you, are you wearing shoes? Mm-hmm. And the no branch, you follow it. And then it says, grab a beer. Cheers. <laughs> the, the, the yes side of the flow chart said, please remove your shoes and try again. And then it goes back up to the top of the flow chart and you try again. So this is just something you, I'm, you can definitely put that graphic on like a, like a hangable yes. item. I am going to get downright draconian about this because it is just so insane to me. So that's I have it. um I have started to well I would say in the last year I I do always take my shoes off in people's houses. Um I used to not. I used to leave them on. Same. I I just I just would walk in and like unless they told me like can you take your shoes off? I would just leave them on, but now I'm making it a habit lately. 
to just take them off at the front door or ask, you know, like, hey, yeah, do you want me to take Yeah, that's a really shoes nice off? thing. I, yeah. I guess what I really hate is that the norm is wearing shoes because it, I should, it is the norm. I shouldn't have to feel like an asshole asking you to take your shoes off in my house. Mm. It's like, well, you don't, do you want to start coming over to my house? Mm. You want to start swiffering my floors? Yeah. You can leave them on. It's just an insane thing to me. And I want to hear from somebody who is as passionate about this as I am. I got it. I have a counter argument to that. Okay. Not, not so much counter, but something that would make it less meaning or like it doesn't really matter if you have a dog. Because the dogs are going out anyways. And what are you wiping your dog's feet when you come in the house? That part is true. If I had a dog, I yeah. would be doing that. Right. But um, if somebody doesn't have animals, it's probably safe to err on the side of taking your shoes off. And I would if agree. If they do have an animal, then you can probably, it probably doesn't need to be asked, but you could still that's be a, a good That's person. a really good call. It's no matter what, it's showing courtesy and, you know, just thoughtfulness mm-hmm. to the people's home that you're entering. After all, it is their home. Um, you are right about that, though. Like with dogs, any kind of animal that goes in and out, they're doing the same thing. So, um, of course, you know, if they're just going in the yard and things, I feel like that, even though that's dirtier, it's not as disgusting as some of the other things that are out there, like in city walking. Ooh, you know? Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I remember the one time, um, you know, like if you were walking through a city, like, that, like New York City, that's absolute filth on the ground. And then the one time when my parents were visiting, we went, uh, we went, we just did some recreational shooting out in a field, like, we walked through a field by some neighbors that literally are on like farm property and there's cows. There's cow shit everywhere. Mm-hmm. And my dad, he's just one of those, he's one of those guys. He always, that's how he's always been. They wear, they wear shoes in their own home. And I'm like, dad, I literally stopped him. I like put my hand on his shoulder. I was like, you walk through cow shit today. Take your shoes off. <laughs> like, this is my house. <laughs> I, like I got that. real deep there. Yeah, this is my house. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I don't understand it. Do but you know how much I paid for this shit? <laughs> That's how I grew up too. I, I, my parents never cared. And meanwhile, Frida's a clean freak and was always cleaning everything. I'm like, you know, you don't have to clean as much if you don't wear your shoes in the house. That's true. So, a lot of vacuuming to be done whenever people wear shoes in the house and when you have animals. So. Hardwood floors are clutch though because you can easily Swiffer the surface to make them look really nice. Swiffers probably cause cancer, but we're still using them. <laughs> and um, vacuuming up against the edges is really nice because all the hair and dust accumulates. Whereas, like in a carpet, it's some nasty shit. I kind of have a feeling uh, with your with your cancer diatribe you're on right now. Um, I ha- I think it's going to come in waves and then go away with waves with you guys. I know it's right now. It seems like everything does, but then as soon as you realize everything causes cancer, you're going to be like, "Well, we're all going to die anyways," and then you're going to go back down, and then you're going to come back up and be like, "But I'm going to try not to have all this stuff in my body." I, I disagree. Okay, all right, but. I am trying another thing I am trying to actively eradicate from my thought processes and vocabulary are absolutes. Mm. Trying not to say never and always because that is narrow minded thinking. You should. Well, that's yeah, everybody knows that's on my blacklist. <laughs> but uh, Tommy, we do have a few more minutes left, although I love the concise, ranting nature of this. Do you have any other uh, grievances that you would like to air in the spirit of Festivus? Um. No, but COVID can fuck itself. I mean, we're, are we over that finally? I mean, another grievance that Tommy and I have had is that was a blanket excuse for six months. Yeah. After that, nope. People are getting the flu again. Yeah, like, the I, flu, COVID, and RSV is like the big unholy trinity this this season. People are getting COVID? 
Yeah, all three. I, I, I haven't heard COVID. I've only heard the flu. Yeah, I, I've heard more of the flu, but one of our friends, I won't disclose, like whole family just got COVID. So that's a thing. Oh, okay. All right. Yep. So anyways, Tommy, thank you again for joining quickly. Um, another fun thing that I completely forgot to mention uh, on the movie rundown, since we started with movies, we'll end with movies. The greatest thing, Justin Long in the movie Barbarian. Did you see that yet? can't remember no i haven't okay it's, Did it's you, is that one of the ones you guys talked about on your yeah okay and it's worth no watching. i haven't seen I, it. I would call it a watch um like maybe a maybe a soft watch but it was pretty good he is wearing a grillo's pickles no hat. dude it's so good I, I completely forgot to bring up that that was the best part of the movie so him wearing a grillo's pickles hat <laughs> I, both times i said that i said it weird grillo's pickles god okay i want to start making my own pickles this year that let's let's talk let's say let's end the episode with one thing that you want to do in 2023 um i'll just say i want to make pickles <laughs> as mine i've had well, i know that's simple but man i want to so start making specifically my own pickles. pickled cucumbers yeah because i've done pickled items oh, before no, yeah, you i want to like, do pickled cucumbers yes yeah, that's a good call um well i <laughs> actually i mentioned a couple things on this episode i think but uh, I'm going to come back to you on that, okay. you know, because I'm, I'm on the spot. I can't do anything right now. But there will be more airings of grievances. There was a period where, you know, I, I, I would just come to a random episode with a few. There'll be some grievances. There will be positive things, too. You know, things you should buy, et cetera. I'm gonna, you should. I'm going to try. Shit, you got me. Gotcha. Things one might consider buying <laughs> that are that had a positive impact on my life. <clears throat> Bidet. And, and other things like that. So with that. Uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Happy New Year, and we'll see you in, well, there might be another one, but Tommy will see you in 2023. And don't get any hemorrhoids. Yeah, hemorrhoids suck. <laughs> <laughs>